I tell them all the time, all the time. I still ain't figured this out. I'm in it for the long run. I still ain't figured this out, man. She said she got the hands. I still ain't figured this out. She said he got the cues. I still ain't figured this out, man. I'm in it for the long haul. And welcome to another episode of the Crappy Awesome Podcast. It's your host, Kill C. Ray. Yo, we're back. It's the new era. Um, if you're one of those video podcast watching people, you can catch this now on YouTube um, or Instagram TV. Go there. Fame Kills. He's back. If you followed our show, you know who he is. If not, you'll learn a lot about him. You're going to want to dive deeper after this. Go check out the past episodes. He's our first guest of the new era, platformcollection.com. Fame kills. I tell them all the time, all the time. I still ain't figured this out. I'm in it for the long So you just recently got married, right? Not recent. Well, I mean, you got within the last few years, right? Yeah. <laughs> I got engaged last uh, April. Oh, so you're not married yet. No, no, no. We so so we are our our wedding is supposed to be this Halloween. Oh uh, wow. Yeah, so we're dealing with all of, all of this uh limbo stuff right now, you know. Um, yeah. We're still planning it, but if 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 we need to push it, then we will. Um but, you know, our therapists have just been like, look, don't let anybody take the joy out of this experience. Until, sure. until, until you, you can't have it anymore. Cause you know, we want, we want everyone to feel our family to feel comfortable. Um, don't want to put people in awkward situations. So we'll see, you know, but we're still planning. All right. Well, damn, man. That's uh damn, that's crazy. So, yeah. so was everything, how far into the planning were you guys? Um, well, honestly, like until the, 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 shelter in place stuff like i i think probably like a lot of people like you're just you're busy with with the day-to-day so we we didn't really like start making major moves until we had that shelter in place going on and like we had a little more time to think about it um but i mean we got like we got our venue we got our dj we got our all, all of the major vendor stuff for a wedding we have on lock um, it's just like the little things now that we we were doing, um, or that we're still doing. And um, wow, like, dude, my bachelor party was supposed to be no weekend this weekend, which I mean, it's kind of weird because I guess now it could have happened. I guess even though you know it's still, yeah, still- it would have been it would have been pretty sketch though. Yeah, yeah. So you know, it is what it is. If if the courthouses and everything open back up more swiftly then we we will consider that too because at the end of the day like we start thinking about the whole notion of like do we want a wedding or is it like society telling uh, you like this is what yeah. you want when you're in love this is what you want and all so like i don't know we'd be fine doing like the the courthouse thing and then like down the road sometime having like a family celebration we'll who see. was can i ask who was um was there somebody leading the charge into like a traditional marriage? Was that more you? Was that more her? Um, 
I think it was honestly, I think we we both like we both wanted, we both wanted it and we both want it still. But I guess maybe the degree to which we were initially planning it, you know, like like kind of bigger. Yeah. Um, I think maybe that is just it comes with the territory of being of both being um Mexican <laughs> and having like right, 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 right. And and their expectations, you know. I think Are both her parents Mexican? Yes, yes. And she's first generation. Yeah. Um, so I, I think... And you're as brown as they come. I am. So <laughs> I, I know your history, so... Um, wow, man, that's cool. Um, I mean, it's cool It's cool that you guys are um, taking it in stride, though, you know? Yeah. Um, I remember the, the, the stories of how, like, the relationship sprung and... How, you know, you guys met through the video and all this stuff. Um, so it was really cool. I mean, it really has for you. I mean, is it it's it's been kind of like a fairy tale type thing, right? I feel like you if anybody was going to have that, though, it was going to be you <laughs> like you were going to manifest that somehow into like some great story. I mean, does it feel like that when you look at it like that? It, it, honestly, it does. And, and that and that feels that feels odd. It feels surreal, like you're saying, like. Yeah, it does feel kind of like too good to be true-ish. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to own my blessings more though, man. You know, like I think, and we, you know, we've talked about like mental health a lot over the interviews that we've done. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've just always, uh, I've been, a, I, I still am a catastrophizer. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, things are going really good. That's when I'm on high alert, like, oh, like, this can't be so good for so long. Like something's bound to go bad. And a lot of times in the past, I would like self-destruct whatever it was that I thought was going well. You know what I mean? But now I'm just like, I'm going to receive this as it, as it is. And like, this is, this is just how my life is supposed to be right now. I'm not, I'm not going to question it. Oh man. Well, I'm going to tell you this, man. Um, And I know, I know we've talked to you about this a little bit before on the show, um, and by the way, this is, this is, you're the first guest back after two years. I'm honored. So yeah, man. Um, rightfully so though, man, we've had some amazing episodes that people still talk about, um, because of your honesty, man. Th- thank you so much for always being really honest with us and, and, and being willing to take it, um, to that level of, uh, of honesty. I think that that says a lot about you, but I think, um, we've talked about this before where we're like, yeah, the for crappy awesome for me has always been um these these therapy sessions that i've been able to like have with you know people who think so many different things you know just a vast variety of of intellectual concepts thrown at me and but it's always been what i needed right and Mm -hmm. so you just said something right now that we need to dig into because i remember where i i remember each interview and almost every interview, there was a, um, you were like in a different headspace, uh-huh. right? There, there'd be times you'd come on and you were like, yo, I'm, I'm out here. I'm killing it right now. I'm, I'm about to get this. And then there'd be on like, yo, I'm a, I'm ready to quit. Uh, you know, like, I don't know where I'm at right now. Like, you know, I'm feeling depressed, blah, blah, blah. Um, and, and now you're, you're talking about, really like receiving your blessings. And it's something that I've been really working on. I am, I too am one of those people who will take it to the worst case scenario. Noah and I have talked about our mutual friend, Noah James. We've talked about this. 
it's one of the things that plagues kind of a lot of people like us, creatives who happen to have a depressive streak or, you know, the what it is is just oh, super over analytical and while while being super aware of like your surroundings to a to a fault. Right. I'm not trying to pat us on the back and be like, oh, we're aware of everything. I wish I wasn't. You know what I mean? Like, I wish I wasn't paying attention to that stuff most of the time. But one of the things that makes us so good at that is being a creative because you can paint a picture that looks HD in your head. Like you could take it all the way to the end result and it looks exactly how it would look. And that's something I've been trying to stop because I want to be in the moment. I want, uh, I feel so blessed right now. I, I try to get up every morning. I give blessings. Um, I, I try to receive the blessings, but it sounds like you've been doing some real work in that area. Like, can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah. But first I want to, I want to say that HD analogy is spot on because I'm thinking like, Yo, if I'm looking at like a an HD TV and it's just yeah. an amazing picture, and you see this tiny, tiny pixel, one tiny pixel that's that's messed up. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it it's is flickering just a little bit too. No one else can notice it, but yeah. you're like, "Fuck!" Yeah. And then yeah. you go to bed thinking about it. Yep. You wake up thinking about it, and you real, and then you make a picture on how that pixel will ruin everything. And there's nothing you can do about it. That was beautiful. That was a beautiful analogy. Um, but yeah, man, I mean, I think even like through the times that the interviews we've done, I was, I was doing therapy, uh, but I feel like I just hit a stride in therapy, like over the last maybe two years, um, where like the work is starting to pay off. You know what I mean? Right. Right. And, and so I kind of attribute it. To that, like, just staying the course with therapy, going consistently. It, grand, it's been a little more difficult with the with the shutdown. You know, yeah. like, I'm not very good at, at keeping my appointments or even making my appointments. Um, but prior to this, um, yeah, it's just like, so I, I, before I was working, a lot, a lot has happened in a couple of years. So I, you knew I was I was adjuncting, right? I was teaching yes. at, at two colleges part time, but it was right. kind of full time between the two. Uh, I just finished my first year of full time instruction, so I, I got a gig oh, as wow. a full time um, this year. And um, so with that, you know, I, I got I got health benefits, which was lovely. Um, Ooh, so that's the, always lovely, right? It's all it's always like. It's it's a it's a privilege that I don't take for granted, and and I'm taking advantage of, you know. Right. Yeah. Somehow I like I'm grateful that when I when I didn't have health insurance, I was able to have like medical, and like I found a found a, a a therapist that I was very um like I I did a lot of great work with her, and then uh-huh. that time had to end, and then I found another great one, and and so. I've been doing that, you know, like... Like right away, you found another great one? Uh, Like, did you have to go through a few? It's probably... No. It was oh, co- see, I've I, had to go through a few. See, I, man, I, and, that, and I get that. And I get that. Yeah. And I get why people, like, just give up on the whole idea because they're like, no, nah, no, no. Like, my first mm-hmm. one was, was me, um, but the, the last one and the one now. 
are great. And uh, so I, I do my own therapy and then Leslie and I are, we do like premarital counseling. Um, yeah. So that's been dope too. Like looking at, looking at like what, like who, who am I? It's funny because we've had these conversations of like when you go through I know, but this is new though now. It's like a new version. It's the new version. Yeah. Before I was thinking like, okay, what does it mean to be, who am I outside of this relationship? And then I learned that through a lot of, you know, a lot of uh, experiences. Right. And then, you know, falling back in love, like, and then taking it to this next level where, okay, I want to be committed to this person for the rest of, of my mortal life. Like what, what did that mean? Like, like what is my role as a husband? What is my, my, what's my role going to be as a potential father in the future? Like things that I never, like I thought about, but, but they were like way ahead and now they're here. So now I want to like wrestle with them. You know what I mean? And I want to be, I want to be prepared. That's the thing. I think that's the thing that therapy mostly, it's like a tool, right? And like, so now I have these tools and I just want, I want to set myself up and my family up um, to break some cycles of of trauma and break some cycles of like communication barriers and stuff like that. Um, I don't know. Are you talking now? Are you talking like your, your, um, like this new family you're making or are you talking about like, yo, I want to go back to like parents and like try to like bring that into the family that I'm coming from. Like, what are you, what are you talking about? Yeah. No, that's a great question. I think it's a little bit of both. Yeah. Uh, Cause I have done that, that like fam, like, like childhood trauma work. I've done that in my personal therapy and I've had, like I've had my dad come into a therapy session. Um, what? Yeah, man. I'm well, telling how'd you, you. How'd you pull that off? Was he just I'm, open for that? He was. He was. He, you know he, why, though? Let me tell you this, Fame. Hold on. Let me tell you this. This is, this is something that we can't overlook. Because even though you've gone through um, these ups and downs emotionally um, and career-wise, right? Like, you've, you've had money. You've had no money. You've, had, you've done a bunch of different stuff. Um, at some point, your dad has had to have seen like, all right, this motherfucker doesn't quit though. Like, <laughs> you know, he's he pushed him. Even if it, he keeps it in his head, he's got to look like, yeah, he did. He did become a professor though. <laughs> like he said right. he was gonna do. Even though I'm, I remember um, you talking about them worrying about all of it, the rap thing, the like, what are you doing? Like, you know. Um, so he had to have seen that, but that. Even that being said, you know, a little sidebar there, but was he, like, did he voluntarily? Because you're talking Mexican, a generation that doesn't really do that. Like, how, how, what was that experience like? Oh, man. It's like, it was definitely healing. I think it was like, like, you know how you're just searching for, for the answer for something sometimes, and then you get the answer, yeah. and then find out like it wasn't really about the answer it was about struggling to get to the answer right Ooh, bars like you know my my dad he he knows that he was like he made mistakes like as a as a husband and as a as a father in my childhood and like he owns up to it and it took 
him some, it took him a while to, uh, like, I don't think he would ever go to therapy for himself. You know what I mean? Right. But for him to come around to like, okay, my son is in therapy. Uh, like, even though I've apologized for the things that I've done um, that hurt him, like there's still some shrapnel. There's still emotional shrapnel there that he's dealing with. Like it took him a little bit, but but when my therapist was, was like, "Why don't you invite your dad to a session and, and let's let's talk about this?" Well, uh, that was like that was a step in and of itself. Like, okay, I'm gonna ask him, and I and I did. It didn't it it didn't take much like arm twisting at that point because uh, he had seen that I was in therapy for a little bit. And I think it goes yeah. back to what you're saying that like, oh yeah, he's persistent. Like he's, I've been persistent with the therapy and, and he saw that and he saw that it meant something to me. And so he came, there were tears, you know, like it was, of course, it was what I had hoped for. But at the same time, like that wasn't, that end result wasn't what it was about at all. It was about like facing up that, like getting that courage to be able right. to do that to him, that I wanted to go and talk to him. And after, I mean, you know, don't get me wrong. We still, we still got our, we still bump heads and everything. Sure, like sure. Especially like just with everything now that's going on. Um, my, my, my fam, my parents are, are very, uh, not like hyper Christian, but you know, they, they, my dad's, my dad's, um, advice is always like, you know, pray about it. And no no i'm not trying to diminish that for anyone that does do that for sure and for i do sure. that too i do that too but sure. that's not, that's not where it stops for me like i put in right. work the therapy you know what i mean yep yeah man i think it's cool the i think it's i feel like there is something to be said about like we're we're within range of the same ages and like yeah. i feel like there's something to be said about um like that our generation because I've I've been experiencing this with with my mom, right? Like I was raised by my mom, and my like dealing with my own mental health has begun to like bleed into her life, obviously, right? Because there's you know I changed, right? Like I've changed, and at first, you know, my mom's you know Mexican traditional, um, so there's, uh, I mean therapy and basically just talking to anybody else about your internal mm-hmm. thoughts and stuff um wasn't just like a um how would you say it wasn't it wasn't just like she would this was a new thing for her and she was nervous there was also like a a almost like a jealousy part of like why why do you need to talk to somebody else you oh. know what i mean like yeah. you know like why why does that gotta go you know was there something that i did and you you know the answer to that right like the answer to that for me has always been yes and no. Right. But the yes is by no means something that I blame anybody for. Right. Like there's just circumstances like, fuck, how could you, how could you blame these past generations? I mean, they don't even have the tools we had. Right. So I've really gotten to a point, at least for like that, where I've kind of like forgiven, given that I thought I had like a kind of a chip on my shoulder for a while of like, fuck, like this situation could have been better. You know that idea of like mm-hmm. it could have been better. I could have had these more different opportunities or if this started sooner, blah, blah, blah. Yep. And 
And now where I'm at with it, you know, over, and this is like me battling. I mean, honestly, you're the first one, you know, even here, like hearing this to the full extent, but like those two years off of crappy awesome, a lot of that had to do with just me getting my head straight again. Like it was, I was not in a place to be producing at that level. I was, uh, there was times during those two years off where I was just holding on. You know, so the idea of having like these kind of conversations again started to become like very like like a, a source of anxiety for me because I'm like, truth always comes out in those things. Like, oh, I don't I don't like the truth right now. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And and working through those things now where I'm at, um, it's been cool to see the effect that it's had on just those people around you. You know, like, you know, we've talked about this. It's um we we know that that mo- most everybody knows talking to somebody about your problems who's a good listener and, and and doesn't judge how could you argue that how could you argue that being a good thing right right um and then and then also if you take it a, just a step farther and the you know the research that at least I've done um and I know you have too like your brain is on all day all day, every day, it doesn't turn off. You have to turn it off. You have to do that. You Just like you go to the gym, you have to lift the weight. You can't just look at your muscle every day and go, come on, like, fuck, I'm using you, but you're not getting, you got to put the work in. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I took up meditation. I'm heavy on meditation. I credit it a lot for... Um, allowing me to put things into perspective. And I know that what you're talking about with the um, therapy works because meditation only worked for me by staying consistent. The first part of the, the first year of it, I'd say, I was like, this is not, it's not working. You know what I mean? Like it's too hard, you know? And, and then like you said, the journey pays you, a hundredfold because within the journey you find out like oh shit i get it mm-hmm. i get it just i i just said this on on the episode uh prior to this was um we uh if anybody i know that and i know you share this too if anybody is feeling in a place where they're like man this this might not be for me anymore you know like this is i i don't want to do this I can just tell you this from experience. And I think you're hearing that in this conversation as well. Right on the other side of that, like mm. fuck everything is so beautiful. Yeah. It's so beautiful. You just got to make it right on the other side of that thing. And, and I'm, and I, I, I urge you if you're in a place where you're, you know, you're thinking about like, Hey, how much is this worth? Or, you know, how much am I worth? Dude, just get right past that little thing. Persevere. Because right on the other side of that is is just, like I said, it's the truth. And the truth is that all of that shit is bullshit. It's bullshit. We carry a lot of bullshit. Yeah. You know, like, you, dude, you went through this. You, you're like one of those guys. And I just did, I just did a review of your project. Um, it's, you know, it's an amazing project. I think that it's... Um, it wasn't for me it wasn't surprising that this project came out of you. I feel like a lot of the voice in this project was something that you've been toying with at parts of your career um and to see you jump fully into this sound and into the experimentation of it 
Um, because you're a habitual line crosser when it comes to <laughs> genres, right? Like you do not give a fuck, it seems, about genres whatsoever. Um, can you talk a little bit about the process of getting into this project? Why did it take so long? Right? It took a while. It did, you know. Was it was it being worked on forever? Like, like talk about that a little bit. Uh man. Honestly, I didn't even this is the first project I didn't mean to make. Like I didn't have an intention of I'm going to make this album. Um I let's see. So 2016 is when like I set a goal for myself to to record and release four projects. I I recorded four and I released three. Um and then from 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 there, like the, those next three three years, like I dropped some singles. I re-released Manic Pixie Dreams as a deluxe, like an album instead of the EP. Um, right. And then last year, I put out um, that fourth project that I had recorded, which was a poetry album. Right. I don't remember. Um, so I hadn't like I hadn't really worked on or thought of working on a whole project since like since 2016 really and uh, I started working on it maybe late 17 or 18 Uh, and I think what what prompted it was uh, the title track Ikov the first verse I had I had uh I had written and recorded that first verse on a totally different beat. It was for an Ogosh Leotis uh, project that he was doing. And um, I had recorded it in 2016, like around the like lit theory, manic pixie era. And um, maybe some more context is that 2016 is when uh, my fiance and I got together. Um, Right. So relationship, new love, like things I started. And you met through the project. We met through Manic Pixie Dreams, yeah, the right. album cover video shoot. Um, and so, yeah, I hadn't really um, thought about writing anything new, but I, I, was, I was like, I, what's going on with this project? I, I don't know. I don't think Ogash ever put it out. <laughs> I hope not. I, I don't think he did. But um, I was talking to Cash Only, my engineer, and I was like, yeah. I really like this verse that I did for that Ogash project, but I don't know. It's been like over a year or like two years. I don't think it's dropping. So like, can you make a beat around this verse? And so I feel I think a lot of the the genre pushing with this project, uh, I lend it a lot to, to cash only. Uh we have we have similar ideas of of like boundary pushing or just not even really concerned. Like I think we're more um we're more interested in in what influences us as fans than like, than staying true to anything. Like, I think that's both of our MOs just separately. So when that came together, like it was just, it was very fluid. It was very, it made sense. I think we also share some like similar um, influences um, like with like emo music. Right. And uh, like eighties music. I mean, the places you're pulling from, even, you know, the production-wise, sampling-wise, um, I mean, just all of it, it's, it's obvious 
if you and please do go back and check out the the other episodes of of when Fame Kills was on Crappy Awesome because there's some amazing stuff on there. But you, um, it's obvious to me that you were pulling from places of genres that you actually really listen to, like you're and and you're versed in it. You know what I mean? Like this, there's every like you can feel like like the indie vibes and garage and like there's so much different stuff in there. Um, and like the emo stuff, right? Like it's, you've always had a propensity to, to write in a manner of somebody who's contemplating heavy shit. Yeah. Right. Like that's, that's, it's been kind of the fame. That's who fame kills the character is anyways. Right. Man, you, you got me really like, I need, I needed to hear that. Cause I, I think part of, part of like my, my struggles as an artist and like, like, you know, some, some days being like, man, fuck this. I'm just done. Is that yeah. I never really, I, at any given time, I can't really like put myself in a box. And, and I know that like our generation is very about like, don't put me in a box. But sometimes for me personally, I need to be able to put myself in some like, so that it makes right. sense to me. But what you said, like, yeah, like I make thinking person music. Right. Like, contemplative person and like you this is the i'm having a breakthrough right now <laughs> awesome like that makes total sense we're, we're to back at it we're back of, at it we're back at it man and that's the music that i've been attracted to as a fan like you know like yeah. in like going back to like the mid 2000s like being a huge slug fan from atmosphere like if that's not thinking thinking man yeah. thinking music i don't know what is you yeah. know yeah, it's it's interesting because um I mean obviously like one of the reasons I've always like um uh related to a lot of stuff you you talk about because it's like I, I definitely share similar journeys in a lot of ways. There's there's things like I only recently I think have come to um a place of where like I'm like yeah, I I really do this. Like this is really this is who I am. This is what I've chosen. This is what I am. Like, it's not going to stop. I've, I've given up the talks of like, you know, this is going to be my last or this is going to be, I just don't even, I'm probably going to be doing this forever, right? Some, sh- I, I make shit. I need, I need to make shit. If I don't make shit, I'm super, yeah. super sad. Yeah. <laughs> and, and life isn't good. So as long as I, and so I've given, I knew one of the hurdles I had to get over was just accepting the role was like, Mm. Yo, this is what you do. This is who you are. And I, I was going to ask you this. Like, you have always been one of those people um, early on, maybe less so because you were part of, I mean, remember the common ground community really growing and you being there um, through all of that. And then as 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 things do, scenes change. People kind of graduate from the scene. Has it helped? or hurt you that like soul, like say like the hip hop world, right. That, um, that still embraces you and, and still, I, I mean, it still claims you, you know, like the people, they still claim you, but has it been easier or harder not being like socially interacting with you? You know what I mean? Like you're not at every hip hop concert. You're not, in fact, it's, you know, you're not really into, socializing in that manner um you're not a smoker in public i don't know do you still smoke 
I've come back. I've come back okay. to the realm. But, but you've never been like, you know, a guy who's, I'm just going to go out to go smoke. Like, yeah. that's never been you. Um, so has that helped? Because I'm the reverse, right? Because of the manner of how we handle business at Platform Collection and the type of business, mm-hmm. we're we're the opposite. We're like, we're trying to be everywhere just to, for me, it's just from a journalistic standpoint, I need to feel what's happening all the time. But it, I can say it taxes you, you know, yeah. because you start to have so many opinions to compare against. Where I now that I've been able to create in a bubble right now, mm-hmm. I can't see myself going back because I'm like, I don't. Yeah, it's not like the scene is gone. It's not like they're not still ingesting the stuff that you're doing, but you don't have to be there all the time, you know. And I think early on in everybody's career, there's that feeling of like, I don't want to miss out. People need to see me, and and you know, you realize like as I realize that it it just doesn't really matter after a certain point. It, it coming down to what you can create and what you can push out. Like, how is it, how has that whole thing affected you? Uh, I think before the shelter in place, I think that I think shelter in place is a huge thing that has made that the shift that you're talking about, that it kind of doesn't matter anymore. Yeah. Or that I feel like it fucked with me a lot. Um, Mm. Going, I mean, there, there's like, there's a lot of, there's, there's like the age thing. There's the idea that like, I'm not like, I don't want to say this to offend anybody. Like I'm not sure. just a rapper. Like that's not my lane. I'm a right. an educator and a rapper. And with that becomes other responsibilities like, you know, lesson planning and grading. Right. Um, the education and- part. The education part. And so right. what that means is, like, even if I wanted to, like you said, it's taxing. I can't be out at every event. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and so I've always been introverted to begin with. And so I had the energy to do that when I was younger and be at everything. And I wanted to be at everything, like you said, because yeah. it was fun and you, you feel it. I felt what it meant to be part of the IE scene. Like, it, that energy, I felt it. I understood it. I, I lived it. Yeah. And after a certain point, it just, it got too taxing, you know, it got, and then there's the politics of it. And then right. like, I'm just very, like, I'm, 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 I don't want to define myself by the, the terms or the rules like, because because it, it's it's true. Like, if you're not out, then you're not. If you're not there, you you didn't happen. If that makes sense. Like, right. you're not. You're almost not relevant. And and to me, that's just way too political. And like, I don't want to play by those rules. Like, because like you said, I'm the same way. I'm gonna always make music. I, that's just what I'm gonna do. Or if it's not music, like I like, we're just creative people. Like you said, like. I'm sad if I'm not creating and what I create is with words. Right. So if that changes, I'm not saying that's like a change in the future. Maybe I'll learn how to be a fucking carpenter or something. And that's how I'll create. I don't know. But for as long as I've known words is, is the craft that I, that I love and I'll, I'll continue doing it. Whether 
I'm able to go and 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 show that to people at a at a show, or whether I'm just making it and putting it on on the social. Uh, I mean, on uh, the streaming platforms. And yeah. so, like, I think as far as me staying committed to calling myself an artist in the way that people accept that it, it it was hard it was hard like making that shift i think it really fucked with my head like i started to believe based on those guidelines like oh i'm not going out to shows i'm not supporting other artists right 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 therefore, i'm not doing the artist stuff that yeah, we, you think that you're supposed to do yeah exactly therefore i don't belong therefore my art's not worthy to to be looked at um yeah. And then we haven't even talked about social media and how that right. layers right. it. But, you know, like, with the age thing, it, it goes, going back to what you're saying, like, you just got to own it. You just got to own it. Like, I own that. That's who I am. Like, I don't want to be out at shows. That should, like, not all the time. That shit's tired. Right. That's tiring for me. Like, I would much rather be in my office writing some of my own shit. And right. Because that feels good to me. Yeah, and I think there's so many different, like, um, variables, right? Like, there's... And, and one is definitely that by the time you reach a point where you've put out multiple projects, you've toured, you've done shows, like, seeing a show isn't the same thing to you yeah. as it was before, right? There, there's It's hard to not do the research part when you're at a show, so you're not enjoying it like that, you know, like it, like... Where hey, I can just go there and take in the show. There's 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 times where you do that and you kind of want to sneak off and I'm just gonna go catch this band really quick and and then be out. You know, like I love doing that, but I'm a person who's like, if I can sit in the balcony, that'd be awesome. You know what I mean? Like if I could sit in the cinema, just watch, you know, just take in the music, that's cool. But I think that also like you you start to figure out that one, the politics are fake. Right. Like they're not based on anything of merit for the most part. Right. Yeah. Th and that's not saying that people aren't getting their just due. There are people who are definitely getting their just due. Friends of ours that are like they deserve that shit. But then yeah. there's there's a flip side of that and they deal with it, too, like where it is kind of like out of sight, out of mind. Um, and we kind of and to me, that always had bothered me because I was like we're kind of forgetting what we're, why we're doing all of this. Like music is to be taken in anywhere. And, and, you know, like you can take that in, you should be able to take that and you should have a, I've always said this, there should be a song for every fucking emotion, period, mm -hmm. period, period, good, bad, period. That's what it's about. Right. And if we yeah. don't have that, then we don't have that information. That information's missing. So the fact that you're doing, I mean, you're just living in an adult life is basically, that's all it is. It's just an adult, right? Like it's, I think we have a tendency to age it more because we're comparing down, right? We're comparing from behind us. Yeah. But the reality is um, if, if hip hop doesn't have an adulthood, it doesn't survive. It has to have an adulthood. And it, and, and, People forget how young hip hop is. We're just getting into like our early adulthood. Yep. We're, and and the thing is that you're part of that generation that is is the first adults in hip hop that are that are relevant. 
that they have figured who've looked before us and gone like, oh, that's how that's how you could possibly become irrelevant, right? Like by being tone deaf and not having empathy, right? Yeah. Like the reality is if you keep those two things, you kind of do stay within the vibe of what's what's happening because you pay attention. You want to know what's happening in the world. You give a fuck. That has nothing to do with being there to take like the last shot of the night. You know what I mean? Or, or what, you know, all, all, you, you figure out that time can be used in so many better ways. And yeah. here's the thing that I trip out about, right? I've just recently come to this is it's, it almost seems like a no brainer. I'm like, why, what, why did I ever have an issue with that? All the artists that I really like and that I looked up to figured that out. Like none of them were out there, you know, continuing to try to extend a period of their life. They were like just trying to get to the next period and the next one and the next one. Like they weren't trying to just like make it last forever. You know what I mean? Like that was a big deal. And I don't know why I always had an issue with that. And now I see it clearly, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Damn, man. That's yeah. Yeah, how, man. We how, how do you feel about the 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 old head term? Um, I just don't care anymore. I don't um because this is the interesting thing. I was just talking to somebody about this was like 5 years ago I'd use it to refer to people that were older, older than me. You know what I mean? So, I know that it doesn't mean shit, right? Because right. um it's man, it's interesting, dude. Like, you know, I definitely want to get your thoughts on like the the you know, this, what's happening in this pandemic and what you see coming up. But I think it ties into that a little bit in that, um, things have really gotten shaken up. Things were shaking up. I can tell you this being part of like the festival circuit now, like, you know, organizing and being able to look behind, um, the curtain, you know, and seeing how things run. I definitely got a different perspective on, and a new refreshed perspective on like the business side and how that affects, you know, the, the art and like what it really means. And does it mean anything when you're popular, you know, like what is, what are, what are all these things have, you know, what do they have to do with each, each other? But I think things have started to shake up in a way that, um, I don't, and I have to credit the generation that's coming up right now. Uh, I have to credit this generation because even though the old head term is thrown around from my experience um, and what I've seen is like most of the old head conversation is being had by old heads. Um, I don't see a lot of the, the young kids and I deal with them a lot now, you know, in yeah. different ways. And so um, I don't see a lot of them having that conversation, you know, and most of them who, who at least whose art I dig, right? I, I have a palette. I have a certain taste. The ones that I dig um, seem to see the connection, the direct connection from our generation to their generation and the generation prior. And what, you know, so that's encouraging to me. I think yeah. that I see, um, because people, I am definitely not uh, um, a youth basher. You know what I mean? I don't. I, I get it. I understand what they're going through. I was, I was pretty much low functioning dummy when I was in my twenties. I didn't fucking know what the fuck I was doing, you know? Um, but at the same time, like, man, I, 
I realized how how heavy it is for for the younger generation. You know, it's it's heavy, man. Like, yeah, because most of them are being born with at least a foundation of knowledge called the fucking internet, right? And they so they have all the knowledge from the the moment they're able to access that. And so I think them realizing um, and coming to terms with the reality of what the world really is is a much shorter time than it took us. Mm. It took us a while. You had to like get a job, go out there in the world, see what's going on. Blah. Oh, hopefully you go to college. Oh, you know, maybe I'll get a job, blah, blah, blah. From the jump, they're like, nope, here's all the stats. Here, here's literally what's probably going to happen to you. You know, you can try to fight through it, but hey, there's no jobs. There's not this. It's not going to be there for you. You're not going to retire. Blah. So they know that from the beginning. So when I hear the art that comes out, and people are like, "Man, it sounds confusing," and blah blah blah. Yeah, they're they're confused. It's a confusing fucking time, man. Like, yeah, we and we're not going to help them for sure. I know that didn't help me because honestly, dude, there was a point where went through my journey in hip-hop where I was like, man, fuck the old heads. Like, they don't let me headline or they don't let me do this, you know? And, you know, now that I realize, like, hey, man, dude, most of the time, people don't even have time to notice what you're doing specifically. So if you're, if you're making good art and you have some people that take in your art, um... At a certain point, at least for me, think about all your favorite musicians. Like, I I don't listen to, like, their age. I'm listening to, like, this perspective. And sometimes a perspective of a, an older person who thinks younger is a dope perspective that I didn't have. And that he's adding it to the bucket. You know what I mean? And so nope. uh, I think that hip-hop is smartening up. Um, in a way that we're like, oh shit, wait a minute, we can't. It's like throwing away your seasoned quarterback. Like, what the fuck? Like, he's the one who, like, we need that person around and at the least to be asking questions. You know what I mean? So, and and I feel like all a lot of other genres um, have gone through the same thing, and they eventually get to a yeah. point where you know they interact. So the old head thing to me is like. Like I said, I think the encouraging thing is I don't hear it from the young cats. I hear it a lot from the older cats, though. <laughs> old heads don't old heads don't like becoming old heads. I mean, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. That's truthful. Like, no yeah. one likes to age, but um And I think I just I just heard your project, bro. There's nothing old about that shit. That's it's in the future. So some you're doing something right, right? You're obviously staying plugged in somehow. Yeah, I, like you, I'm with you, man. I, I like every every Thursday night or Friday. Even now, even now, I go on. I use Spotify. Shame on shame on me, man. I do too. I just check my stats. <laughs> <laughs> I I go through all the new releases and like I listen to. I'll, I'll at least give it like a, a a minute shot. Like a lot of shit. Sure. A lot of new, the new kids. Like, just because, like, I'm legit a fan of the sounds that are coming out. And, like, it's it's weird. I feel like we came from a time where we were looking up to, to older cats. Like, I know you're saying, like, yeah, you didn't really think about their age or anything. But I knew they are freaking older than me for sure. Yeah. That's 
Bow Wow was such a huge thing when he came out. Because I was like, this motherfucker is like my age. What the fuck? <laughs> what is going on now? Right, and, right, But then right. you look at like, um, like Mob Deep, and they were young cats spitting like they were fucking 34 years old or something. They were yeah. like 18 years old, 17 years old. So yeah, yeah like the... I want to embrace the term old head. I want to, I want to flip it to something like, like what you're saying, like the seasoned quarterback thing. Like I'm not going to, I'm not, I don't want to, I don't want to rub my experience in younger people's faces or anything, no. but I want them to know that if they have any questions, like they could talk to me or I, like, I just want to, I just want to leave a discography and a legacy of, of who I am as an artist to 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 inspire like what because i think there is a point when when you're younger and you realize like oh shit i'm getting i'm getting older like you do age i do age like i'm Mm -hmm. not gonna live forever and then you start to look for like models of how you can navigate that life and that'd be cool to be to be something that people look at you know yeah and i think that it's um this is this is one of the things that i really like about being in the generation that we're from is because I do feel like, I mean, innovation has always been our generation's thing. That's we were into that. Right. Yeah. And that's been adopted and taken to new levels and stuff, but we've always been into like the, well, let's try that. Like, oh, let's try that. You know, we kind of, we kind of did that and we're credited for that. And I think that, the best thing we can do for the generation coming under us. It's like this, dude, this literally just downloaded into me right now. We built a ladder to get to this part of the cliff, right? Mm. So we built this ladder, right? And there's a generation coming up and they're going to use that ladder. But at some point we're both going to be at a point in the cliff where neither one of us have built a ladder to the next thing. Right. And, but, but we have built a ladder. So at the very least, we can give you information on what we did to get to this point, right? And that is a valuable information. And I, it's just not intelligent for you to throw away that information, right? And so hip hop as a whole, as an entity, I think we're figuring that out, right? And I'll tell you this, I think, um, I was just talking to Arash, shout out to Mr. Arash. Um, uh, We were talking about like, the at this point now that we're okay looking at the influence like crappy awesome had on like our our scene and and being a podcast that before people were like i remember i remember booking people and people going the fuck someone's gonna listen to this for an hour like what the fuck like what is that and we left radio to do that and so we were like now i can look back at it and go like oh this is super dope like i can see that person might not even know. And this is what, this is, I think the biggest step for me is that I don't care if that person doesn't know where that came from necessarily. Yeah. I have seen, for me, my experience is that history sorts that out for you. Like it just does. Like, yeah. right. We, we knew that, um, uh, um, Tesla, right. Probably, is credited more for the electricity stuff we have in the world than Benjamin Franklin, right? <laughs> we know that there's stuff that there there's stuff that now, right? Because there's enough information. At some point, there will be, and we go, we have this thing like like the internet that is able to catalog all these things for us. 
Um, so the fact that I know that I'm just on the right side of history, at least I feel like I'm on the right side of history. I was trying to push something. I was trying to add to the bucket. I'm okay with that. Like that's good enough for me. And then taking in new stuff, I'm a fan. I want to always be a fan. If I can't find things that I like that people create new, I'm going to get bored. That's the way I am. I, I, I like new shit. I like innovative shit. So for me, if a trap song comes out and it has uh, a kid talking about going to the club and having sex and doing whatever, I shouldn't, I should, I should one, acknowledge, boom, does that shit happen? Yeah, he's not talking about like some shit that doesn't happen. I used to do that shit. Now, does that apply to my life right now? No, it sh probably shouldn't. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, I should probably be doing other stuff. So when I hear people that I would consider kids or, or young adolescents rapping, I'm not listening to relate. That's not what I'm doing. Like, I'm listening to go like, oh, that's what's happening? Oh, wow, that's, that's happened. Wow, that's weird. That's happening. Okay, cool. But I'm not going, I need to relate to this because that would be weird, right? And so... Yeah. I think that if you're if you're planning to be in this industry and, and just make music, if you're just planning to make, I think art, our responsibility is to document our feelings the whole path, not just in the times when you can drink the most. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, what about the kids who, once they're done with that, where are they going to look to see, like, fuck, how can I do that? Now they can look and go like, oh, look, fame kills. Oh, that's how you, like gracefully go into the next phase. And that's, I think I've, I've been really like studying and living with that word graceful, right? Like, what does that yeah. look like yes. for an artist? You know, cause I, there's, I think there's artists that I, I really look up to that have done that. In fact, all the ones I look up to have done that. And mm -hmm. so again, I think part of the old head thing is us just reckoning with the fact that you're getting older. Um, but logically, you should see the value in, and understand that the system is set up right now to not feed us more value. It's set up to take away the value. So, of course, there's going to be like, oh, I don't want to be an old head. But I can tell you, yo, be an old head. Please be an old head. Make it yes. to old head. <laughs> like, yes. that's fucking dope as fuck. And by the time you get here, it's going to be on and popping anyways because it There'll be a new, it'll, it won't be a thing after a while. That's, I can tell you this though, dude, I, I'm on record on this podcast by saying this years ago, and I still stand by it. It will go away. It's not an, it's not going to be something forever. There will be people who start their career at 50 in hip hop. That's going to fucking happen because we, again, we need, once the perspectives are filled in, we need new perspectives. Mm -hmm. And so, okay, what's the perspective of somebody who's starting at 50? Whoa, they have all this life behind them now and they're starting this. I want to know what that is. Let me hear that. It does. That's what I'm saying. It literally doesn't make sense for you to not want every one of these emotions. I want to know what the, the, the kids are talking about. I want to know what the young 20-year-olds, I want to know. I want to know all of that shit. But how I apply it to my life is how I always have. I like what I like and that's it. If I can relate to it, then I can relate to it and that's it. And if I'm in the club and I'm just listening to the beat, then I'm just listening to the fucking beat. 
I think yeah. if any if anything, our generation, if we had the biggest, if I had the biggest wish for our generation, it would be to stop the conversation that you and I had the very first time you were ever on the show about what is hip hop. What like I, I think we've gotten to a point at this thing, like it is it is you, it's me, it's whatever. You cannot define it. And that's dope to me. That's the dopest thing. That you can be in an art form. You should embrace that. That you're in an art form that is undefinable. We're undefinable, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Celebrate that shit. Don't be like, nah, man, it needs to be this thing. Why? That's not as dope. It's just not, you know? Yeah. Yep. Sorry, my rant, bro. No. I haven't talked to you in a while. I love it. No, I love it. And I, I I totally agree with you. Um, I love seeing like just one more thing on this old head thing and, yeah, and sure. to your point that like it's going to go away yeah I love I love seeing Griselda blow up ooh I that was a big it. one right that was a big one it's important it, that 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 is so important and I think I, I, I don't know I can't speak for the whole I feel like it's escaping a lot of people how important them blowing up in their late fucking thirties is yeah. and yeah. like it's good. It's, it's a benchmark. It is a benchmark. Jay-Z dropping four, four, four. Like that's yeah. a benchmark. And yeah, we're only, hopefully I agree with you. We're only going to see more of that. I think. Yeah. Cause like, right. Like Jay is, um, at, at one point Jay stood as the example of the only way you could be an older rapper. Right. Yeah. But, and now there's there's all these other examples and people are starting to go like, well, yeah, I do want the example of the dude who didn't become Jay-Z. Like, what's that shit like? What does that sound like? Because yeah. I think I think what is doing it and Griselda did is a perfect example of this is like we all just the human experience. Even aging is like going to a new classroom. For most of us, right? We never really lose that experience of like, how am I supposed to act? How am I? What is? Yeah. Dude, we talked about this years ago when we were like becoming an adult. You're like, well, I don't. What do you do when it's cold? You know what I mean? Like, what about when it rains? Like, you had it. That always happened. That's never going to stop. And what you tend to do, um, and this is something that. Uh, gr- I'm grateful that I see like our generation stop. I think we're. We're innovating in this way. This is why I'm saying it doesn't fucking matter. We're still innovating. We're going, and I think this was because our parents had it so hard. Um, At the very least, we acknowledge that. We're empathetic with the fact that, yeah, like some of our parents, come on, man. Some of our parents, fuck. They were working in fields and like, there was not options there and there's no Uber. (laughs) There was no, you know, fucking Amazon, none of that shit. And and so, but we know that, yo, we don't want to live that way though, right? Like they didn't get a chance to really, our, I'll tell you this one thing that our parents never really did is go, how do I feel today? Like that's some shit they fucking never did because nobody had time to do that. You don't have time to do that when everything is just so heavy and serious and you need yeah. to eat. Um, but we do. So I think it's our responsibility to go like, yeah, you know, we yep. we're at a point right now where we need to figure out how to how to gracefully age 
And so that it's not like a painful experience. It's not like, oh, you're, you're not part of the world anymore, right? That's not it. Um, some, the people that are in our generation right now currently are the innovators in the world, right? They're the people that are pushing forward technology. They're doing all these things. Um, and I think that's, that's encouraging me, to me because I, we can't follow suit. And I think that that was one of the flaws in hip-hop's early thinking is that it was all about follow the leader, right? And, and we, we should not have, you don't need to do that. Like everybody just venture out and like, we'll eventually we'll be able to like put a blanket over all of this. If we all use each other's emotions um, together, you know, like again, there's you and I can relate on so many things, but we weren't raised the same. We were, weren't raised in the same areas and, and those kind of things, the, that special connection is something that I think, again, you know, we can segue into this, like, with this pandemic, I think it's given a lot of people time to think about those things. You know, um, I was saying this the other day, like how many single dads are, are just dads in general, you know, mm-hmm. and not to say that that women aren't out that I'm just specifically talking about dads, like at home for the first time and are realizing like, yo, it's better that I'm here. Like I should, I should not be away for eight hours a day missing all this shit. Like, and then shout to Twitter. I don't, I don't know if you saw that Twitter did this. So Twitter sent an all um, staff bulletin informing their employees that they can work from home forever, from here on out forever. Because the reality is that they did not dip. Like it worked. In fact, it got better for them. Work got better because you know, like I know, if there's not a supervisor over you or you're at and you're at home and you can kind of set your own schedule and all that stuff is kind of proving to be true during this pandemic. People are starting to realize that. But from a, I'm always about like the math at the end of the day. <laughs> the math, that says that if that is true, then the math says it's going to be very hard for the CEOs to go, why are we leasing these buildings? Because that's a huge part of most companies the leasing of these buildings that right. are now going to be kind of empty are not useful. They're not useful. It, in fact, you could, for what you're leasing a building, you could hook up every single one of your staff so that they can work from home off their computer, right? Like you could buy them a brand new computer. You buy them everything for that one time. And, and then you're doing the same thing and they take their vacation. They do whatever they want, really, as long as it's, it's coming in. And, yeah. and people, I think, the generation before us, right? Our parents' generation that that had a thumb on them so hard. It's that generation that right now is still arguing like, no, we can't do that. People, you know, people won't work. No, they'll work. They'll work. When You come from a generation when people made you fucking work. That's why you have that idea. That's but so- people, people will trade. Hell yeah, people will trade. I know most of my friends are not looking forward to going back. Cause they're like, well, dude, like the stress level's gone. Everything's gone. You know what I mean? Like, but again, smart and Twitter again, props to them. Cause they're such a powerhouse. Yeah. Smart companies will realize it's not working. You know what I mean? The old way is not working. And I don't, I know you, you know this, like, uh, are you, I'm you, the Renaissance, the Renaissance came out of the black plague, mm-hmm. right? It was born out of the black plague, the necessity to build tools and inspire for a new world 
I am telling people right now, like all the all the advice I give to like younger artists is like, yo, if you can find tools that's going that are going to service the next phase, that's the key, right? Like, we don't need to keep doing the same things. I mean, this we're we're literally participating right now in this moment in the change. Yeah. Right. This is a yeah. big. This is a big change. We, this is only our second. We got forced into video at this point. You know. So, but it's it's it is what it is. Like we have to understand that the wave is coming of this new of this new world. And I want to know from you, like, what do you? Because I'm one of the things I'm really watching is what is the live show going to look like. You know, like what are some of the things that you're you're thinking about as an artist, as someone who takes in art, you know, a consumer? What what are you thinking about? What's it going to look like? Man, I don't, I don't, I honestly have no idea. As a as a fan, I have no idea what what I want it to look like. But I know, like you said, it's it's that old way is gone, man. That old way is gone. Um, like I couldn't even imagine going to a huge festival at this point for me personally, oh, just, yeah. you know what I mean? Um, yeah. but I, I like, I like what I've been seeing, like IG live stuff. Like I don't, I don't mind that. I don't mind <laughs> yeah. participating in the, whether it's me doing an IG live or like watching an artist that I like do an IG live. It's kind of cool. I, I, I would think, think this, I though. Wait, hold up, hold up, hold up. I, I got to say this, though, Fame, because oh. I said the same exact thing, and someone, re- I just have to remind you what they reminded me. We're both motherfuckers who like to stay home anyways. So yeah, this is kind true. of playing right into, because I know this, my social friends, oh, my God, bro. You would think fucking the world's ending, right? And I'm like, dude, we, we've only done three months or two months or whatever. I'm like, I'm I'm cool. In fact, I was like, when they, you know how there was talk with Congress was at, at, for a quick period of time, they were like 2000 a month until, you know, this clears up. They were trying to pitch that bill. I was like, yo, I'll do five months for 10 G's. (laughs) No problem. (laughs) (laughs) I'll have mad concerts. I'll come out of this with a studio, you know what I mean? A business. But my social friends, bro, two weeks into this, they were like. I mean, it's tough. You know what I mean? Because you're one of those people who kind of manifest your own energy a lot of the times. You're into doing that, though. You know, you're into setting your tone. If you don't have that skill or or the ability to do that and you get your energy from sharing with other people, that's it's got to be rough. No, I feel that. I Yeah, I definitely have to empathize with those people. Um, and I, that's another thing, dude, like this 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 quarantine thing or whatever we want to call it like i don't i mean i don't want to i don't want to do a sweeping generalization but i feel like our generation or maybe a couple years after is the last generation that learned the skill of like self reflection mm. mm i feel like it's it's probably really hard for, and I feel super bad for like all the, all the kids that are graduating this year. Oh yeah. They're missing out on that. And that, that is a big deal. Um, yeah. But I just feel like it, yeah. Like going back to your point, like I do enjoy being to myself a lot. Um, 
because I have developed the skill of self-reflection. And there's definitely a difference between feeling alone and feeling lonely and just being alone. You know, yeah. I find being alone. I don't feel lonely because I know how to self-reflect. Right. But I like there's, oh. a, there's, a, there's a generation that's, that's been glued to the technology that, like, they might think they're doing all right because they're used to not like socially interacting in a physical space. But I see, I don't know, maybe, maybe my, maybe my self-reflection skills came, were born out of like those moments where you're, you have to be social and physical. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 So yeah. I mean, people are definitely missing out on, on, on learning how to like, empathize and and take perspective because yeah like like you're saying like okay back when everything was open and i say i go to a festival i go to common ground or something like yeah i'm always soaking up game and like learning cool new shit from people just by having those conversations like it's just about the live performance it's about those little conversations you're having in between them and all of that and that has definitely developed me as a person. So it's tough, man. Yeah, it's tough. Because- yeah, I, yeah, because I got to think um, there's got to be this weird pocket of people that are. Yeah, because I'm thinking as you're saying it, I'm analyzing that. Yeah, you're, you're right. Like, <clears throat> but I feel like maybe like the younger, younger generation. Okay. Just youth alone, though, right? Youth alone, socializing is is it's important. They need to do it. Yeah, they, there's so much experience. So I get that part. I get that. It, it just so happens that this generation coming up is so well versed in socializing online, and they don't really they don't really disconnect it too much. It's it's almost the same thing to them, right? Whereas in our generation, right? The even though we the internet is our generation, right? It's our generation that that launched the internet. But because of that, we also launched the hater on in on the online, right? So we know, like, we'll hate on socializing like online because oh no, you need to be. I remember for a long time people were like, you need to think about this, dude. In this pandemic time, there was a time when people were like, no, man, you got to handshake, you got to be there in in their face and shake their hand. That's the last thing people want to do now. So. So that shows you how flimsy of an idea yeah. and how social that was just a socialized idea that was thrown in your head, just like a a tie, right? Like a a collar shirt, uh whatever all of it's just socialized things. Yeah. And some of them are acceptable and some of them change and are no longer useful, right? And I think um if we are going to embrace because here's the thing, right? I think it's kind of split in two right now. There's like two schools of thought in that technology. For me, this is what how I look at technology. Technology is part of our evolution. It is something that we created. We're making it. We're for thousands of years. We've been so attached to the body, right? Like the body, but let's be honest, like, within the last few years, people are trying to go into the mind, right? As we simultaneously build technology. To me, it looks like we're going in a certain direction here. At a certain point, these things are going to come together. Everything we're making is pointing in that direction. For us, I think it's just as arrogant 
for for someone to say that's for sure what's happening. I'm saying it looks like that. I think that's just as arrogant as someone saying, well, that's e- that's it's evil that we're going in there. We shouldn't be doing that. We need to go back to playing in the park and blah, blah, blah. Uh-huh. No, dude. No, we don't. I, I know that's it's it's romantic, and I'm romantic. I like I like the romanticism of all of that. But for sure, if they said tomorrow we can plug you into the reality on the computer and it's exactly the same, but you don't have the health issues, you don't have to worry about that. Everything's exact. Your family could visit you there if you want. Uh, while that, I'm in. Let's fucking do it because I think we're going there at some point anyways. And I'll tell you this, if I think this, and this has been my hunch for a while, when they start to really, and it's starting to come, you could see it with the AR technology, the, you know, the, the uh, AI technology, all this stuff. We're going in that direction. The video games, dude, did you see the new, um, I don't even play video games. I, I'm, one of those people who literally will watch the video game on YouTube and just trip <laughs> out. I'll just be like, oh, that's fucking dope. Because I know if I touch that, I'm stuck. I'll never get off that. I yeah. just That's just my own thing. I cannot play those things. But they yeah, look yeah. amazing. The new GTA, it looks real. It looks as, as real as it can be. And we're not even close yet, dude. Wait till 5G and AI come. Ooh, 5G AI. We're going to do people said the same thing about the cell phone towers. Trust me. We were there. We were there when people were barely putting up cell phone towers. Everyone's going to get cancer and die. Look, we're, we're going to have issues. We're going to have yays and nays at every, every step of the way. But the fact that we are making the steps means to me that that's evolution. And so if you see it that way, I think you're a little more hopeful than, if you're like, this is, we took a wrong turn somewhere and we're going down the wrong way. I don't believe that we ever take a wrong turn. This is what we do. We're human beings. You know, there's, there's, you're going to end up how you end up, I think. Um, And I think that we, the best we can do while we're here, at least for me, I've chosen, right? I know that I've chosen this. I've chosen to give a shit. I, I want to live a life of empathy. That's, that's first, right? And and I'm currently in the battle of trying to live the most fearless life I can live, which mm-hmm. which means to be the most honest I can be, right? And that's yep. and those are the, that's my two things that I'm probably going to be chasing forever in my life. And I'm super happy that I've gotten to the point to realize those two things, and I'm cool with it. That's what yeah. I'm here for. That's this time around. Those were the two things I got picked for, and I'm gonna, and I'm gonna just stay on that. And I, I can tell anybody. If there's something that grabs you, there's something that pulls you in a direction, really listen to that shit because that might be just what it is. And the quicker you get over fighting that, fame can tell you this, this dude was going to quit music. And then he drops this amazing project. How do those, you wonder probably how do these two things go together? It's because of, because doubt happens. And if you can get past that doubt and acceptance of what it is that you are, like you are obviously... Um, just like all of our friends who make amazing stuff, more so than they are just talented artists, they're talented at keeping the inspiration open, right? Like mm-hmm. that's what they're really talented at. They're, they're, they, they found these weird, sometimes eccentric ways of getting themselves inspired. And if you're one of those people, the quicker you get to accept that, 
the better you are overall, you know? Mm -hmm. Like you stop looking at what somebody might think of what you're doing because you're like, nah, this is, I'm an artist and my mind is part of that. It has to stay open. So I might have to wear a fluorescent shirt today and, you know, green shoes because I'm just, that's what's, that's what it is. Yeah, yeah, and I yeah. think the the quicker you get to that point, um, the better you're off. You're the better off you are. You know. Yeah, yeah. I think like the my main takeaway with the whole pandemic thing is just adapting. Yeah, we just got to adapt, man. We just got to adapt. Even going back to like what you're saying about people who are extroverts and very social, like we got to find a way to to be social in this, in this climate, like, um, you like the live stuff though, right? Huh? You like the live stuff so far? What you're seeing on live? Yeah. Like I've been enjoying the verses. Um, I catch those when I, um, and yeah, I wouldn't mind, like, honestly, some of those verses, like aside from the technical difficulties, I know it's for the culture and that's dope and I love it, but, if we're not going to be able to go out to shows for a while in like the capacity that we would want to, like I would pay for, for some of the, some of this content that's, that's online just because again, going back to the adapting thing, like, is it, is it ideal? Is it what I want? Like, no, but this is what we got right now. It is what it is. Right. And so, so I'm, I'm down to adapt to it. Even like when you were setting up for this, I was like, damn, this fool adapted. (laughs) <laughs> like this, it, from this side it looked all complicated like how oh, you got to set everything up all the screens yeah. all of that and all that but i mean what are you gonna do you're just gonna say well i can't do anything so i'm just gonna wait until we can do it mm-hmm. the way that i'm used to and comfortable with not nah, like because I, I agree with you like i don't think yeah some people might get in these like weird moral spaces where like you see this is what happens to humanity this is why we're here because we took a wrong turn like all right, but okay, let's make a change then. Like adapt. It's about adapting. It's about growing, like you said. Yeah. So Yeah, I mean, this is I, I feel like it's cool. Um, in fact, me and Eddie were talking about this. Like, it's I'm super I feel super blessed about this, bro. Like to be alive during this, this is an amazing time in human history. This is amazing. In fact, I think in like the next 10 minutes, we're, we're going to launch. We're going to, SpaceX is launching. Oh, to, yeah, yeah, yeah. within, I, I think at 1.30 or something like that. Um, but, uh, and dude, shout to them. Talk about balls, right? Fucking A. They're leaving the planet. Um, but I, I, dude, we are, this is an amazing, to me, I'm with it all, bro. It's all fucking amazing. Um, I stopped I think one of the things is, and this is weird, man, because uh, I want to talk to you about a little bit about, because we never really got to talk about weed at all because you weren't, we never smoked together. We never, we've never done any of that. But you said you've come back to weed. Dude, I'm going to tell you this. I Talking about age and experience, right? Yeah. I am definitely in a place now where weed for me is not as a, it's cool as for like uh, one-on-one conversations. I love that. I love maybe watching a movie, but for the most part now for me, it is a way for me to meditate at like mm-hmm. really deep levels. Um, and so one of the ways I got past my anxiety and the feeling of anxiety, 
um, the physical feeling of anxiety, which was big for me. Like for me, that was like what mostly plagued me. Um, and it always manifested in thoughts of like, oh, I'm going to pass out or uh, I'm going to hyperventilate. That It always manifested in those ways. And it was really out of control for a minute. Um, and one of the ways I got through that was I smoked, because obviously every stoner knows this, um, weed can just be all bad for anxiety as well. You know what I mean? It's not like the best, it's not the best thing all the time. Um, but something clicked for me in that like, okay, if weed is a tool, at some point it was just a tool, right? It wasn't like a social thing. So if at some point it was just a tool and if one of the things that it naturally d- can do is push you into a place of dark thoughts, dark whatever, maybe it's a way to access that part safely and, and experiment there. Like kind of think of, okay, like what is this? So one day I got the highest I've ever been in my fucking life. And, um, I got to that point where like, oh shit, it's getting scary. And I was like, dude, it was so crazy. I was just like, fuck it. Whatever's going to happen. Just let it, I'm tired of, I'm just tired of fucking being afraid. Mm. And I went through this whole thing and my, my heart was beating, blah, blah, blah. And then it wasn't. And it was like, oh shit, I'm breathing, I'm breathing fine. Like. Oh shit. And it was almost, I could literally picture in my head, right? You know, we talk about us being able to imagine all these things, right? I'm picturing in my head, like my brain just being rewired. Like, oh, that's not going to mean that anymore. Like when I feel that it's not going to mean that anymore because now you know that it was bullshit. It was literally in your head the whole time. And so for me, now I have this whole new respect for weed because um, it's a part of my my everyday life now, but I think I, at, at one point I was rightfully so maybe I was beating myself up on like, man, I smoke too much or I'm doing this, too. whatever. I just had all the negatives to it because I probably was, I was just using it be just because, and now it's changed. Like, how does it, how has it come back into your life? Why, first of all, did it come back into your life? And like, how, what place does it play now? Damn, dude. That is like, I feel like I use it and, and drinking. Um, and, and I still kind of like worry about drinking, not like, I think it's just the anxiety in me or the, the, the hypochondriac in me that like alcoholism runs in my family. And so I think like, oh no, if I have like a, a beer every night or every other night, am I an alcoholic? Da, da, da. I think, especially during like the, um, Tasty Wave era, Thrashed Out era. I was yeah. all the time. Yeah. And I would, What's I all would, the, what, what does that mean? It break that down for me. Like unpack all, that. What, what does all, all the, the time mean? All the time was just like every day. I was, I was using it without like, I, you didn't say this word, but I feel like this is exactly what you're talking about. The intention. Mm, the intention yes. Yeah. Use. I, I was using it to cope. I was using it to cope. I was using it to, to be creative because I thought I needed it to be creative. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I was using it, I feel like for me, for the wrong reasons. Um, and it recently came back um, for chronic back pain, really. Uh, we, like my fiance and I wanted to see if it was. it's good for well, that. Two yeah. For the for back pain and then also um, for anxiety, like you're saying, like to to 
like like having a different intention. I never really was smoking it back then and saying like I want to calm my mind down or anything like that. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, me neither. I think part of it too was like falling into this like trope, this persona of like this this jaded like rapper Ooh, guy. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Drugs and whatever. Um, so I, I was falling in. I was falling victim to my own satire back then. Ooh. And that's why I'm so like I put. Wait, wait, why, wait, wait, wait! Don't go past that. Why? Like, why, why, why did you think that? Why was that happening? Because I didn't have the tools to deal with like the the, the traumas or 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 the mm. demons that that were that I was that were in me. That I mean, they're still in me, but now I have the tools through therapy and stuff. You know what I mean? Um, wow. But yeah, now like you're saying, like, like with weed, I I don't have any stigma about it. Like, I don't, I didn't really have a stigma about it before either. But now, like, I'm, it's like it's it's medicine. It's fucking medicine, man. It like, absolutely is. You know what I mean? And um, yeah, I, I don't. I I feel like it's all about that intention now. So when I when I use it, it's not for some sort of escape. It is to like get a new perspective when I'm watching something or just yeah. like just to ease up a little bit and 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 let my laughter come out a little more and like so important that's yeah. so important yeah so I've been dabbling more with edibles um like actually smoking less and and edibles a bit more uh, I does it affect you ed- different huh they, yeah edit- I feel like I didn't like before now I I didn't know the proper dosage of edibles, so I would always just be <laughs> really messed up. Like, and, well, my bad. Just and rolling was, the and, dice, huh? Yeah, and it was never good. Like, edibles would always send me down that dark path. Like, yeah, you know. And um, yeah, so I've been learning more, like, about proper dosage, and like, I can take some if I just want to, like, ease the back pain, or I could take some to go a little more in my head. Like, I know, I know the proper amount. You know, so it's not like a like a willy nilly thing anymore. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, um, bro? I love that word. I love that phrase. By the way, willy nilly, huh? Phrases. Yeah, yeah. Oh, not even like going back to your meditation. Yoga, yeah. yoga has been really that, yes, yes. Um, like I, I found yoga and therapy at the same time, but I didn't really get a momentum for both of them until, like I said, maybe like two years ago is when it was really like boom 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 like staying on the course and even now like we have a yoga pass we had there was a studio we would go to and then after the shutdown they started they adapted they said we're gonna we're gonna do our classes on zoom so we've been trying to do those like i'm not gonna lie i fell off like the past week and a half i haven't been on it but i was i was on it like my fiance and i were on it like you know at least every other day and that is just Talk about like me. I, I find it hard sometimes to be present. Like you, I know yeah. you know that phrase. Like that really. Like when I can get in that groove, like I'm, I'm there. I'm here. I'm in my body for for this hour and a half, and it's like it feels good. Like to be away from That's, the phone and all that. That shit. makes sense. That makes sense. Was yeah. it okay? Was it was it uh, physically? Were you in a good place when you started it? Like were you like in shape or were you like? hurting no. like how does it how did it work like i i have like adult onset scoliosis uh-huh 
but like I got major back pains. I have bad posture. So um, it was like yoga was recommended to me by my doctor. And I was wow. like, All right, that was kind of expensive, but I'm going to see what I can do. And so when I, when I got, when I got some, some money to where I could like invest in a little, like, let me try this for a month and see. Yeah. So that it initially sprung, not from like a, like, cause I know a lot of people use it for mental health, which it's great for. Um, yeah. But I, my intention for it was like, let me see if I rehab, can rehab, strengthen my yeah. back muscles. Um, but yeah. And it still feels great for that when, when I do it, but, but now I've also been able to tap into that mental space that, that people talk about. Um, not every time. I'm, I mean, don't get me wrong. It's not like every time I hit that yoga mat, it's like Nirvana or some <laughs> shit. Like, no, sometimes it's like, ah, oh, this hurts. I'm like, I'm just thinking about like, oh shit, I need to promote the album. Like, like uh, my mind is not there, you know, right. but it's hit and miss, but it's that persistence that we we keep talking about. It's that persistence. Yeah, man. I think, um, that's definitely, it's something that, uh, I, Eddie did was doing yoga for a little bit and he was, he talked really highly of it too. And he, I think he got involved in the same, same reason because of his back. Yeah. Um, but I've been, yeah, I've been, I messed up my back a while back. Um, and I've been trying to think of some kind of therapy to do that. Maybe, maybe that might be the way to go. Um, yeah. and there's some amazing ones on YouTube for free, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, did you, okay. So man, I, fuck dude, I, we could talk forever, bro. Um, do you, what about the record? Like, so I want to talk a little bit about the record. Like you, yeah, yeah. you said, cause we kind of diverted from it, but, um, you started recording it when, when again? Oh yeah. We, so I, I started recording it. I'll, I started writing it probably 17, late 17, early 18. And then I was recording it 2018, 2019. It, it's been done for, uh, let's see. It was probably done last July. Oh, okay. Um, I, it was just a matter of getting the files. Um, like my engineer was going through like personal stuff. And so, you know, I understandably like, client stuff was not necessarily like at the top of, of their yeah. priority, like, you know, take care of yourself, you know? So that was, I was, it was just waiting on like one track for a long time. Um, and, but, but like I said, like writing these songs, like they came together. So, uh, so, I don't even want to say naturally or magically, like, I don't know. It was just like kismet, man. Like it just, they just all made sense together as, as the project was progressing. Like I wouldn't even call it a project until maybe this time last year is when I was like, Oh shit, I got a project right here that I think, I think another thing that took a while was like, okay, I had these seven tracks and then I was trying to decide, am I going to, am I going to make this like a quote unquote full length album, like 10 tracks or not? Yeah. Um, and it just didn't work out. Like, like those last three tracks, I wrote them and I recorded demos, but they, they, it just, it didn't feel right. And so I was like, you know what? I got these seven songs. This is an album. I'm calling it an album. Fuck EP. Fuck like all of those labels that, you know, like Drake's yeah. quick playlist and, people calling albums mixtapes and mixtapes albums. I'm like, I'm just going to call this album because it feels like a complete body of work that I want to be taken in with that 
kind of mindset that it's like, I don't know. I feel like EPs, EPs, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about EPs anymore. Like, I'm just going to make whatever and think about the packaging later for the most part. Like, I'm yeah, in yeah. it's where I'm just like, I'm going to create, I might, I might start giving myself prompts and ask myself like this, like central question and then write some songs and see which ones are really answering that question. And then from there, decide, is this an EP? Is this an album? Does it really matter? It's a body of work that I want you to take in as a whole. Right. Right. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't think it does matter anymore. Honestly. I mean, um, I, mean, I don't want it. For, I don't want it to. All the street, all the street, all the numbers, and all like. Right. If you're worried about that, it probably does matter. But I don't. I don't. I don't want to concern myself with that. Like. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, me. man. I think it's um, man. It's it's definitely one of those projects that I just I just love the use again, like the the reference points of sound and like feeling. Um, I just feel like it's a well. Well, you tell me. Do you feel out of the last, say this project and the last two, right? Mm-hmm. Um, including the like the poetry was one of those, right? Yeah. Okay, so include which one do you feel is like the most you? Like, where are they getting? Not that, not not just like a piece of you. Like the best look of this is where Fame Kills is now. Oh, of course, I'm gonna say Icov. This new yeah. album, for sure. Yeah. Hundred percent. Um, I feel like I feel like I like I've been listening to my back catalog recently because I'm trying to figure out where I want to go next. Yeah, and I I can finally see like this was this fame era. This was this fame era. This was this fame era. So you had like the the tasty way thrashed out fame. That's definitely not me anymore. Right. Uh, and then I feel like. Um, like Lit Theory and Manic Pixie Dreams, those were me getting to ICOV. They were like stepping stones to getting to where ICOV, what ICOV is. Yeah, um, I could see that. I could see that. That makes sense. Yeah. And then, but see, that's the thing. Like, I, I love this project. Don't get me wrong. I love this project. I just, in all honesty, don't know if there'll be another project like this come out just because... Um, like from a production standpoint, I don't know if you'll uh, yeah. be working with those same people or not. Because um, this kind of came together. Like there was a lot of like serendipity in this, right? Just the fact that it kind of word, man. Serendipity. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Okay. And, like I love it, and I I'm sure like going back to that a word, like I will adapt and I will find things from ICOB that I can incorporate. But at the same time, you know, like. I love rap, man. I love rapping. I love rapping. Yeah. So I've been I've been trying to get in my in my bag with with like just straightforward rapping again. Oh wow. Um, so yeah, man. I, I don't know, but Icov is Wait, def- wait, wait. So you're 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 talking like you're currently creating stuff in your I remember before you'd almost take like some time off. Are yeah. you just you're just pushing forward? I'm pushing forward, man, because I don't, I don't even know. I think part of the reason I would take time off is like, I was just doing other life shit like school mm-hmm. or, you know, but now I feel like therapy and, and the tools that I've learned through that, 
like they ha- I feel like they help me tap into my ideas in a different way. Um, sometimes I get writer's block, and that's probably another reason why there, there's huge gaps. But yeah. but there's just new shit that I want to say at this point in time, at this age. Even if some of this stuff is a little bit like like idea, because I don't know, how, I don't know how you write, but a lot of my shit, I like, I could write a note on my notepad today and I won't use that line until right. like years from now. Right. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, like I'm a puzzle piecer. Like that's yeah. how I write a lot of times. Yeah. Sometimes I get the occasional, like, oh, I just, I do a whole verse just like, or a whole song just at this moment in time. But there's a lot of things that I've been thinking about, like probably since my thirties, like the start of my thirties that I haven't really gotten to in music. Yeah. And so like, I just want to, I just want to express those ideas. It's just being like, okay, how do I, I feel that I feel like now I've gotten to a place where I can say them in a, in a way that's like, to me sounds cool or like less is more or not to preach. You know what I'm saying? Right. right. Cause you'll get an idea and it's like, it's kind of a little too raw and like, I don't mean raw in a hip hop way. I mean raw like it's just it's too new. Like if I if I spit that right now and you heard it, it would sound amateurish or like not a fully formed idea. Right, right, right. I got you. So like a lot of the new the new stuff that I've been writing, which I'm assuming will end up becoming new songs here pretty soon, it's been they've been a lot more dealing with like identity, um, dealing with. I don't want to say political, but everything is kind of political at the end of the day. Sure. You know? um, so definitely, definitely talking about being like a, like, what does it mean to be a Chicano rapper professor? Like just uh, like owning, going way back to what you said. Owning. Wow. Like wow. me being like, this is who I am rather than like, people love Total Bay, people love Boldies, people love Wally World fame, but yeah. That guy's been gone, and I, I don't. <laughs> I don't want to like. I'm thankful that people like that and everything, but that's not who I am. That's not who I want. Like, I have more shit to say. That's, like, that was- I think that's super important, man. I think it's super important that you said that right now. That's in fact, it's. I could tell you as a fan, I needed to hear that right now. I needed to hear that because I was just like, "You're right. You're fucking right. You're right." Like, yeah, there is. There's gonna be these new things because I still I love all those songs. Like. I found you through those songs. Yeah. You know, yeah. so that yeah. that's that's dope. That's super dope, man. That's yeah, crazy. I'm I'm excited. I love I love seeing like I said, the evolution has been amazing. It's been I've been honored to 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 have this show be able to document a lot of that. Like I think it's cool. I was going back and checking out some of the old episodes and I was like, "Oh shit, we have like little volumes right here of like this was fame here. This is fame here. And it literally follows like the trajectory. And it's the, it's like some of the more rare times of you actually breaking down like where you were at, like, um, you know, and some of the, yeah. I mean, that shit got deep. A lot of those conversations oh, were sure. really deep, you know? Yeah. And I mean, not even just document, you've definitely uh, been part of that, the, the fame narrative, like, like shooting the the Voldies video and that's right that's right uh, are the I love that video still one of my favorite videos yeah man all all of that so I thank you for that and I really appreciate you saying like I needed to hear that 
Because I feel like I should say that more. But I, I think you should. You should. I just need to figure you, out a way to say it where it's not like... I think you just did. I think you just did. I think you just said it. I think... You know what? Maybe it was... Um, it's weird because like as a fan, I almost... I felt like you were giving me permission to go like, it's okay, like, let's move forward now. Like, and I was like, oh, oh. Sh- yeah, you're right. You're right. Like, that's, that's, that's super crazy that it's, it's, that, w- that it's taken that path. But I think, yeah, I think you owe it to the audience. You owe it to yourself to, like, say that way more. Um, and I said, like I said, just giving, like, permission. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, let's, it's time to, let, let's go. Um, dude, I think it's super dope just to hear that you're creating. I mean, it sounds like you're in the mode. Um, and I haven't heard that fame in a minute. So I think that's really dope. Um, man, thank you so much, bro, for doing this. Um, like I said, you're the first, you are the first guest on the new era of crappy awesome. Um, rightfully so. I think, I think people are going to, they're going to love this conversation. Um, guys, please support everything Fame Kills does. Oh, and I think you guys saw at the very beginning. See, right now, um, if I transition into this screen, they got you, they could see the at Fame Kills in the left corner. At the beginning, I think it said OG Hip Hop Eddie. He's not OG Hip Hop <laughs> Eddie. I promise you, it's not him. Eddie's talented, but in different ways. In different ways. But but it says Fame Kills now. It's been saying I caught it like first few seconds in, but I didn't want to mess up the you know, the vibe. Um, but yeah, man, this is what we're doing now. Thank you so much, Fame. Again, follow him at Fame Kills. Um, you can search him on Google at Fame Kills, F-A-I-M-K-I-L-L-S, at, you know, exactly the way it sounds, um, and get his project, man, right? Go get it right now. Is there anywhere they should go specifically? Would you rather have them go to Bandcamp, yeah. Spotify, where? June, well, you could, here, this is what you do. Whatever your streaming services is, is that you like to use, go stream it. But if you want to support uh, a, a young, a young artist, a, a youngish artist, uh, I'm gonna drop it. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna drop it. It's not on Bandcamp yet. I'm gonna put it out on Bandcamp on June 5th. So, and then all the artists that are listening right now, if you got projects, remember June 5th and I want to say July 3rd is when Bandcamp is giving their 100% profits to the artists. Um, so tell, so tell your, your, your fan base, if they want to support you, those are the days. So I will be dropping it on Bandcamp on, on June 5th, which is, I believe next Friday. If you want to support and and purchase it, I also got some, I haven't even told anybody yet, but I got some lyric zines made for ICOV. That's bundle packs with that. Um, but yeah, man. Um, I got to talk to you about the zine thing, man. I, I'm so I'm so into it. Like I've just been consuming a lot of people's zines and stuff. And um, yeah. Yeah. I just I, I love the whole idea of it. It's just I mean, I just love that tangible thing yep. that's made with, with words and art like it's so it's so dope. So I'm looking forward to that. Guys, make sure you go get all that band camp June 5th. Right. Yep. Um, yep. Go there if you want to support. If not, start streaming it right now and then you'll want to go support. Trust hey. me. Um, but dude, keep coming back. I mean, this is what we're, what we're doing. Hopefully we will get in the studio together at some point. I know that'll happen. Um, but, but for sure, you know, you always have a home here, dude. We're going to keep championing, uh, fame kills and, uh, yeah, man, the best to you, my brother. You too, man. All right, man. We'll, we'll talk soon. Um, guys, you can check this out on Spotify, tune in, 
um, iTunes, all that good stuff. Um, this is the Crappy Awesome Podcast, man. We'll see you next time. But I was too late